Stephen Christen spent the last five years learning from the most brilliant entrepreneurs there is today. Now, he's building his business from scratch. Now, the real question is, how will he do it without funding or debt? Get ready to hear stories from successful entrepreneurs that are ready to give you all the tips you need to take your business to the next next level. This is Hacked the Hustle Podcast. All right, so welcome to this next episode of Hack the Hustle. I'm here with T. One thing I got to let you know is that all the videos that I've been doing is because of this man here. And I really wanted to get him involved and to explain his, his craft, his process, because I really think, well, it took me a long time to really understand that how important videos are for your business. And because I'm shy, didn't like to get on camera, didn't like to do any of these things, but this man here has provided a way for me to do it with ease, to really lay out the process. So I had to get him on an interview to really explain to everyone else who is having struggle getting with videos and getting content to be able to find out the process. But before we get to the how to's, we're going to really get into detail of T himself. Listen. So T, thank you so much for getting on this call to really taking the time and showing in this interview. Uh, so tell me, how did you first start in doing video production? Thank you for having me here. Well, I, I always loved advertising since I was a teenager. I always been involved with uh, advertising, graphic designing. So I always loved watching commercials and that always put me towards you know, video and TV. And when I was in college, I had the opportunity to direct a few movies that was being paid, like for, for, uh, the college was paying for us to produce. Okay. So it gave me like a, a good exposure to, to the video world kind of thing. And it was cool and all of that, but it wasn't into a couple of years ago, a little bit more that I, went back to to dedicate myself like to video only um at the time i was working um as a digital marketer trying to find restaurants like you know like the hustle okay yeah yeah <laughs> and and then i made a video for myself just introducing myself i was like hi i'm t and i work for social aid and really simple i was in my bedroom and I post that out and then other people, other marketers start asking me to create something for them. Okay. And that's when I was like, wait a minute, like I know how to do video. Everybody needs video, wants my help with video. Let me, instead of fighting with all these people that I, I know for clients, let me, let me do something that I can help everybody that I know. So that's when I was like, you know what? I love video, let's just do it. So when, when did that start? Um, it was about, about two years ago, I, two and a half years ago, I started playing, you know, videos with myself and just not, never published, just having fun with it. Okay. And it was, when did you start getting serious with it? It was probably early 2017. So a year and a half, two years, end of 2016. So almost two years that I, I was like, okay, let's just do this. 
And then now you, your business pretty much is exploding with all the, all, all the digital marketers trying to come to you to get videos, right? Yeah, man, it's good. There's a lot of people that need, you know, like, like you said, everybody needs video. It's just a matter of how long it takes people to realize and which path they'll take in order to produce their, their video content. But at the end of the day, everybody needs video. I need video, you know, like there's no way around it. Oh yeah. Right. So going back when I, you know, first reached out to you, you knew how reserved I was about getting on camera or even when we were doing the conversations with Stephen Chris in that whole uh, eight episode series, mm -hmm. it was really difficult for me to get on camera just because of my personality. I'm, I don't consider myself to be shy or anything. It's just when you start getting on camera, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. So how do you, you know, how do you explain to someone or a business owner that in this age, you really need to get on camera. You really have to get, you know, how do you say, get rid of yourself and, and your fear of getting on camera. So how would you provide that insight for someone? Well, it's one thing like when you're convincing yourself to get on, on camera. And another thing is when you're convincing someone else to get on camera. Myself, I, I have a huge, like, it's so hard for me to put myself on camera. Like, you have no idea. <laughs> Which is, it's funny because I, I force people into camera and I'm always, no, it's not a big deal. Just go and do, and do that. And all easy to say. And it's funny because when you're, we're in the shooting, we, it doesn't matter where we are, if we're on the street, if we're in a studio, if there's a hundred people around us, if I'm telling someone like how they should do it, I'll go like, I can be in the middle of the street and I'll enact just like I need them to do it. No, you know, I'm not shy, anything. But if the camera is pointing at me and there's that little red light on, <laughs> I freeze and that's, it's, I don't know. I, I think that's natural. Everybody, I don't know anyone that didn't have this hard time to get on camera. You get used to, to the camera and forget that that is an object and you start seeing as a person. Once you do that, then it's easy. You know, once you get that intimacy with the camera and there's no other way that you're going to get it unless you do it, you know, other than yeah, doing so, it. So in other words, just put it into practice, just take out your iPhone or your whatever smartphone and just, that is the hardest thing to do, by the way. It's absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's really like I tried to take out my phone and just put it on me, but it's so difficult to just like, who am I talking to? <laughs> but we know it's going to be seen by somebody. Right. Like this video, this whole interview, we know it's going to be seen by other people, especially who share the same feelings that we have probably when we first started. Um, I still feel it a lot of times, but I know this is the the gateway for people to start building that trust value with our customers to really get that no value that this is the easiest way that you can interact with someone without being face to face and it took a long time for me to realize that um, and i'm pretty sure a lot of business owners are you know the same they know it's important they know they have to build the content but to really get on camera it's really difficult so you know I encourage everyone, right? Just like you do, just how you encourage me to get on video and to be able to do more content that way. That is the best way to do it. So let me ask you uh, another question. 
going back to your life, right? So what has been the biggest failure with, uh, uh, tell me a story that really changed the way you thought of something that really motivated you to, to not dwell on the past, but you took it to the next level to really encourage yourself and also the people around you to do better. Man, I, I, I could, I could tell you so many things that I, <laughs> in the personal level and also in the professional level, um, I feel like one of the things, I mean, related to video that I did was to get my camera. So I used this big camera, it's a DSLR, which has a, a lens on it. So it's a good size camera, plus the tripod. So I'm walking around this, something about this big. And I, one thing that I did to, to kind of like take myself into the next level was just walk downtown San Diego with the, that camera, with the microphone and everything, set up on the middle of the street and start talking, like just talking, you know, come up with a topic on the fly and talk. Cause I wasn't focused on, on talking to the camera and creating the content. My goal was to overcome the fear, the challenge of being surrounded by strangers and people, you know, being like on that outside world with the camera recording. Cause the moment you, you set up the tripod, if you're on the street, everyone going to be looking at you. It's <laughs> And the pressure, it's like, you feel the eyes burning, you know, all over you. It's, it's very difficult. So that was before I, I even start, I did that to myself because I knew like, this is something I have to overcome no matter what, no matter how freaked out I get about going on the street with a camera. So I just, I literally put myself in the fire to, to just get over, you know, just get done. That's it. Just get in there, right? Yeah. Just throw yourself in the deep end of the pool. Exactly. All right. So let, let's, let's break it down because we're, I know there's different levels to this. So let's say from a beginner's point of view, you know, what kind of equipment should they worry about? Because a lot of times when we're starting out, we feel like we need to get, you know, the cannons, the, the top of the line equipment. We need to get the whole lighting uh, system, mm -hmm. you know, the green screen. We try to do all these things, but a lot of times when we're just starting off, we can really keep it simple. Right. So what would be the best way for someone who's starting off, who knows that they need to do video, <coughs> what is the best way for them to start off? Well, <coughs> I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people already heard the same answer. Like all you need is your phone. Yeah, whatever, you know, not, not quite. Yeah, you can get <laughs> stuff done with your phone 100%. But it's not a matter of like you need other things to, to get it done. It's just that other cameras will make it easier for you. For example, with my phone, I can record even without using any mic, which would be the biggest challenge when you record with the phone. If you just make like this like shape, like with your hand, you know, protecting the mic when you're talking, the quality of your audio, you're already protecting all the, the surroundings from the, the, the nice. bike capturing that. And you're kind of like full, forcing your voice into the mic. Okay. So that helps a little, but then you're limited to always be holding the microphone. So you're limited to your arm 
you know? Mm -hmm. So comes with limitations. Now, if you just buy a shotgun mic, which is uh, for cell phones, I don't have any here, but they have little ones that clip into the phone. Okay. Usually cost like 50 bucks, 40 bucks on Amazon. And iPhones are a little tricky because, you know, no <laughs> jack and all that, but there's workarounds that, but investing in a mic would be the very first thing I would do. You know, if I have a phone, mic would be the second thing, like that little uh, shotgun mic that you clip into your phone. Okay. After that, a tripod. If I have this, you can do so much that it's virtually impossible for you to, 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 to notice the difference if you're recording with a cell phone with this mic and a tripod, or if you're capturing with a, a fancy DSLR, you know, like a big Canon or anything like that. So it's kind of like if you, if you have the base equipment, you're going to get a certain quality, you know, okay. and that big equipment costs you 10, you know, X, whatever. If you spend a thousand, you, you have a lot of, it, it, it becomes a lot easier to produce, but the quality going to grow just this much. You know, you, the, the expensive equipment usually makes it easier for you rather than makes it look better. So okay. that's one thing that people don't realize. Equipment is just about making easier for you to produce rather than making it look beautiful, you know, okay. because a cell phone will capture just the same as a rat camera, which is like $10,000 camera. Oh, so yeah. that's, that's a good point. That, that makes sense. That's something that I didn't even know about. So the higher that you go on quality of the camera, it's not necessarily that your image is going to look better. It just makes it easier to use. Right. Exactly. If I, if I could draw here like a graphic, you know, I would say like it grows a lot in how useful it is. And the quality goes like just a little bit higher, even though the price <laughs> goes crazy yeah, high. <laughs> quality grows super slow. Meanwhile, like how useful it is grows like super fast. If that makes any sense. Yes, I, I get it. So, all right. So let's say a person, you know, is starting getting used to it, starting getting comfortable getting on camera. Would you recommend from them to start going onto better equipment? And if so, which one? Okay. So that it's kind of like when someone asks, can you recommend me a computer to buy? Yeah. Right. It's all personal preference. How much you're willing to spend, you know, okay. same with camera, how much you're willing to spend because let's assume let's, let's break down like in, in different tiers. So let's assume you have 300 bucks, right? Uh, which is the very low end of like your entry level for video and photography. So with 300 bucks, I would be assuming you'd be using your phone. You would spend about 50 bucks on a mic or maybe a couple types of microphones, you know, mm -hmm. like a lapel mic, maybe a shotgun mic. Maybe if you plan on interviewing other people or having more people in front of the camera, you need a couple lapel mics, uh, a tripod, which is like a decent one you're going to get for 40 bucks, 50 bucks, you know, but you also can get for $15 on Amazon if you just want something to hold the camera. Um, and some basic lighting, which I don't have it here. <laughs> <laughs> the video got without lighting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
some basic lighting, which you can get for a hundred bucks on Amazon. You know, usually those kits with three lights, uh, standing lights, they're great. They do the trick just fine. You know, I, I use those 100 bucks uh, light kits as my main lighting equipment for a very long time. So okay. they do the trick. You don't have to spend only if you're, again, if you want to make your life easier, you buy more equipment. Not okay. that your video will make any difference, you know? The makes power. sense. So, so based on your, your past experience, oh, there was some, some lagging here. All right, so based on your past experience with um, other clients, you know, what has been like their pushback when it comes to recording? Um, the, the first, there's multiple pushbacks, but the very first one is to figure out what, not what they want to say, but how they want to say it. Okay. Because remember, the moment you turn the camera on, everybody gets nervous and forgets everything. Yes. So people tend to think that they just need to turn the camera on and I know what to say and, you know, we're going to create content. I just put me in front of the camera. I know what to say. And that's not quite it because mm -hmm. people don't realize how much they walk in, they, you know, go in circles when they're talking. And then a video that you could say something in three minutes becomes a 15 minutes because you repeat yourself so many times times uh and you forget you forget what you're talking about because of that red light pointing at you you know recording flashing oh, yeah. everyone freaks out so that is the main challenge not knowing exactly what you want to say you know even though i understand you people don't want to have a script they need to break down the content into a structure to know what to say so that brings up a good question so you mentioned like script, w would that benefit someone in that case? Or how, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, how do you overcome that scenario? Like once, once you see that red button, how do you not forget? How do you stay composed and know exactly what you want to say on camera? Very simple. You, it cannot be the first time you're doing. Okay. You have to practice. Like, it sounds ridiculous, but even if you plan on freestyling in front of the camera, you should freestyle, like, in the bathroom at your house. But, okay. like, be serious about it. You know, if you're going to do your, yourself at home, be serious and, and try to put your mind, like, into really creating that structure. Bullet points. That's what I, like, it's not a script, but bullet points. You need to have those bullet points organized, like, which order of topics you want to talk about. You know, it's just like if you're writing a blog, you don't just write whatever comes out of your mind. You know, if you're a good writer, you have a structure to like, you start with the story, you know, and you develop and go, same goes with the video. You have to, depending on the topic, know how you want to say that thing, you know? So just practice. If you do it once, just once before you go in front of the camera, once you're in front of the camera, it's going to be like 300% times, you know, like easier for you to, to know. You will memorize it. Okay. It just so it happens that way. So that's key, right? So the best thing to do is make an outline of what you want to record, 
practice it in front of a mirror or even put a camera on, just get it out the system one time before right. you actually go live to, to do in the recording. Right. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's awesome. So what other pushbacks have you received from other, from other people? Well, um, there's the whole getting nervous in front of the camera not knowing exactly what to say, but one thing that I noticed everybody, uh, having this issue is once they have the video, it's okay. Let me show this to the world. <laughs> that post button everyone freaks out about that like there's very few of my clients the people that i work with that they you know as soon as you you deliver them the video the video is out very <laughs> a lot of people they sit on the video for a while thinking you know if they're gonna post on facebook what should they write if what time they should pose you know like people and not just video with everything overthink too much rather than doing it. You know, like every famous guy on the internet is, is saying that, but it's so true. Like, it's just like, do it. Once you do it the first time, you see how much you need to adjust and where you need to go. But if you don't do the first time, you're never gonna know what you, what you need to do. <laughs> can, can I be honest with you? What I've been thinking, <laughs> while you were saying that i was like oh he's talking about me <laughs> <laughs> well you're, you're you were definitely one of them where see like you sat on the videos for a while for a few days before you publishing like thinking and but yeah, that's how i think it it's just a matter of getting the the habit of not doing everything perfect you know like that's that's the challenge i think that's what holds people for, from starting businesses, you know, from like get taking the jump from like leaving their job to starting a, a business, mm -hmm. you know, it's that it needs to be perfect. Otherwise not going to do it. Yeah. Perfection kills video. Same goes with the website. Same goes with the Facebook ads campaign, your own, uh, campaign, you know, for you to get new clients, everybody like, I get myself caught in this trap all the time where I want that either it's perfect or it's nothing. So that's what really like makes the difference. So, okay. So let's, let's do that. Let's talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got the videos, I was like, all right, I, I don't know what to do with it next. Right. right. So I was like, all right, I, I know I got to do, IG, I had to do Facebook, I had to put LinkedIn, and then I'm trying to figure out where's my audience. Mm -hmm. And at, at first thought, it was like, all right, let me start writing, you know, the copy to, to get onto Facebook. But then I started thinking, majority of my people are on LinkedIn. Right. So it, it took me, it's true what you said. If you stuck on perfection, it takes forever for you to get anything done. I remember when I did, I, when I finally decided that I'm going to post my videos, it took me a, a couple hours just for me to write the copy for each specific video that we have for conversations with Steven Christen. Mm -hmm. And all it did was take a couple hours, post it up and then lined it up, schedule it out. And now it's going on LinkedIn without me even doing it. But the, the main thing that stopped me was myself. <laughs> exactly.
It is. And it's funny because I see this is one thing like uh, you were one of the people that inspired me to start offering this as a service. So we don't just produce the video. You know, we help them like we deliver the video like already on buffer with the caption, you know, so the person, the client, they need to either hit approve or edit the caption however they want it. You know, oh, that's nice. But the it's funny because it's so much easier when you're writing for someone else than when you're writing for yourself for example the captions mm -hmm. if i'm doing my own captions it's the same thing i think too much you know i i want to do that super and i i always think to myself like why is that you know is it because we as human beings don't care as much for the other people content the other people you know like if you're doing for someone else as you would with yourself like why do we all get stuck on this perfection when it's for us and if i'm doing for example for you i really care about your business we've been doing multiple things together regardless of money so i for sure i'll do my best but it's a it's a different type of mental trap that yeah. i can do it for you and i cannot do it for myself so i don't know that's yeah, a little too, too deep philosophical conversation. No, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense because when I'm working with my clients, it's a lot easier to be like, hey, this, do A, B, C, D. But when it comes to actually doing it for my own business, I'm like, wait, I got to make sure A is right before right. I go on to B, before I go on to C. Exactly. But again, that's where perfection kills, where imperfect action really, really what motivates us and shows us the you know the progress where we want to get at yeah um exactly. so you know again i want to emphasize that you are the guy that has been doing everything for me um somewhere along in this video i'm going to put the the pirate video so people can see the pirate video <laughs> of the conversations that we have even this even the interview that i had with chris patterson i mean everything literally you have been the man that has been helping me out in all the circumstances and I really thought that this was a, a genuine way of letting people know who are struggling in, in recording mm -hmm. to know that there's always a beginning, but as long as you continue practicing, like you've been saying, you're, you're, you will be able to overcome that red light, right? You'll be able to you know, get your content out with a clear, decisive manner, knowing what you want to say to the people. And the whole point is really getting yourself out the way and, and providing value to people, right? Exactly. So that's, that's one thing that also helped me when we were first doing the videos is a lot of times I was just thinking about myself, how I felt, but really it was just the content to deliver to someone else who might be, you know, might benefit from it as well. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Any, anything else you want to share? Yeah. I, I would say it's when you're not selling that you sell the most. It's yeah. when you're, you're not like going on that, savage mode trying to close a deal trying to make the sale when you're just showing what you're doing showing who you are that's when you get the deal yeah, and that's the key right yeah. showing who you are and that it takes a while like to to really bring yourself out in camera but that's how it makes it all easy but really quick you know one thing that i realized that makes it so difficult for us to put ourselves in camera is because we're not used to see ourselves. But if you pay attention, get any of the people that you follow online, 
and try to remember the very first time you saw them, you probably thought, this guy is weird. Look at yeah. him. Like, he has weird eyes. He's bald. He's fat. He's this. You know, the very first time you see someone, you're like, eh. But then you continue seeing that person online. Your perception, you get used to seeing that person's face. Your perception will change. And then you start seeing that person as, you know, that star, that, that one to look up to. And if you just put yourself enough on camera, you get used to yourself. Once you get used to yourself, to who you are, it, it becomes something like you don't even think about it. But it's a matter of accepting who you are. See, this conversation is going deep, man. <laughs> I'm serious. It's good. If you accept who you are, the way you behave, the way you move, the way you look, the way you talk, you know, all of that will make super easy. Like, I, my biggest challenge was my accent. For me to put myself in front of the camera, you know, and talk to people and get myself out there because of, I talk funny, you know, like it's <laughs> weird the way I say it. But once I got over that, the fact that I will most likely forever talk this way, you know, funny, different, mm -hmm. I, I kind of like just erased that from my mind. And then it, everything else became easy, you know, like. I look, there was multiple stages of putting myself in front of the camera that I have to get over. Going on the street was one, getting over my accent, getting over like the way I look, you know, my body. Like you look everybody like all oh, this famous guy, they're skinny, <laughs> they look good. You know, they might not be like super fit and muscles, but they're skinny. I'm not, you know, I'm not a skinny, super fit guy. So all of that gets in my mind, like, man, when I'm doing, like, people see, like, my belly, you know, and <laughs> even though I'm not, like, I don't think too much, I don't care about this stuff, when you're putting yourself on camera, you will think about those things, and those are the things that makes you not do it. So when you accept yourself from what you are and the way you are, and you are okay to, to show the world that, everything becomes easy. And then it's just a matter of the other people getting used to you because you're already got used to you. So Yes, that's perfect. I'm going too deep with that. <laughs> no, I 100% I, I, I agree. I mean, one thing that I had to do was literally shut off Facebook and Instagram to cut off before I did any recordings because then I compared myself a lot with what the top dogs are doing. And I feel like my videos have to be at the same level that doesn't necessarily mean I have to be, I have to be me. I have to show who I am and right. no other person is going to deliver that except me. And like you said, I have to come with grasp and everyone else who's doing video need to also come with grasp with themselves. That everyone has a different personality and that's what people generally like to see. Right. And that's why, why reality TV is so big because people want to see how people act on a day to day basis. Like, exactly. That's, it's weird, like you want to follow somebody, <laughs> what they do on Instagram, but that's what people like. If people are interested on what you're doing that day, it could be just being at the park. Exactly. Could be nothing, but it could be nothing. But if you post it and there's something that they're not doing, it's like, oh, I want to see what they're doing. Period. Exactly. <laughs> that is so true.
Oh, but uh, T, I, I appreciate you doing this interview. Uh, you know, where can people reach out to you to get your service? Well, actually, before that, you know, explain your service. Explain what you do. Um, obviously, they know you do video, but let go into detail of everything that you do. So people who are looking to get video, they know what they can get from you and how to get it. So how to get, I think the easiest way to reach me out is through social media. Okay. Through my own social media, T Dos Santos, or through my business, Social Way Creative. Okay. So basically, what we do is we help marketers and ad agencies to create their own advertising. Of course, we also do for their clients, but usually we focus first on creating the the video content and the campaign for the agency for you know, the professional, if we're doing a, a personal brand for a marketer. Okay. Uh, and we help them, just like we were saying, like help guide through light adjustments. If you're recording yourself, if you're uh, going to buy the equipment, what type of equipment based on what you already have, what you want to do, you know, like we help those things. We do uh, video calls so we can help you like set up the camera, position of the camera, lining, you know, like if you're using a backdrop, how to set up everything properly. And not just that, either we help you to create the content or we go our crew with the cameras and everything and we create the content, you know, shoot the content with you or actors if sometimes a person doesn't want to stay on camera. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> me right here. <laughs> so there's that and then of course all the post-production all the editing you know like we create uh graphic animations animations like drawing mm -hmm. editing itself we create music we do all the creative part so people can focus on on the business you know like for example a lot of my clients are they run facebook ads for their clients so okay. they are able to focus on, on talking, like, you know, customer service with their clients. They can focus on making sure the, the campaigns are performing well, doing what they're supposed to do, and we do the creation for them. So okay. it's like they can focus on one thing, we just focus on another. Absolutely. So best way to reach you, right, through Facebook, social media, your yeah. company or directly to you, right? Yeah, T Dos Santos, T E E Dos Santos, D O S S A N T O S. <laughs> where, where are you based out of? I mean, my main office is here in San Diego. We also have an office in Maryland, and we have a lot of remote editors. So, okay. depending where where you are, we can help you out. You know, but regardless, actually. I have one client in San Diego. Really? <laughs> all, like most of my clients are in Florida, the opposite side of the country. All the East Coast, right? Yeah. So even though we're in San Diego, it doesn't really matter where people are. We, we create the content anyways. Internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely, definitely awesome. I'm, I, again, I'm so appreciative of you taking your time. I know you're busy. Um, getting on this interview. I, I really believe that this is, it took me a long time. Like I said earlier in this interview, it took me a long time to get on camera and to realize the importance of it. 
but this is my way of kind of, you know, breaking my mold and, and starting to, you know, get on camera more. But I hope that this helps other people who are also struggling that, you know, it's, there's always a start and there's always a way to improve, right? There's always a way to get better. And definitely if anyone really needs to get some video done, this is the man. I want to show you all the videos that he has done. If you looked at me already on LinkedIn, it's pretty much because he's the one that took care of all my videos. If you like my pirate video, that's because he did it and took care of the whole thing. So T, thank you so much again. And I appreciate the time again. Uh, I'm just really thankful. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Awesome. Well, we see you soon, right? Absolutely. October. <laughs> yeah, that is true. All righty. Well, I'm going to stop this now. Okay.